You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm Lynn Galadner, and I've dedicated my life to sharing stories of how people make meaning in their work and find purpose in their lives. On this podcast, we're going to talk about some of the great ideas and activities people do every day to make the world a better place and provide inspiration for others. So much of the meaning we find comes from interacting with great people, developing relationships that are mutually beneficial, and doing work that inspires everyone. I hope you'll be inspired by the people you meet here. We all need to find a way to make meaning in the mundane. Welcome back to the Make Meaning Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Jarrett Allen Schlaff, who is cultivator, engineer, and organizer of Pingree Detroit, which is a worker-owned community-based manufacturing company founded in January 2015. In Pingree's Detroit workshop, Detroiters and U.S. veterans are paid a living wage to handcraft bags, urban utility boots, and accessories using luxury-grade leather, upcycled from the American auto industry. Welcome to the Make Meaning Podcast, Jarrett. Thank you. It's good to be with you. Yeah, it's great to have you here. So as a hugely proud Detroiter, I always want to talk with Detroit movers and shakers and innovators, and it sounds like you are on so many levels. And I'd love it if you would start by telling us a little bit about Pingree. I'd love to hear about the, what the inspiration was for your company and how it's evolved over the years. Of course. So Pingree Detroit, we are right in New Center is where we do all of our making. We are a small team of eight. Uh-huh. And everything we make is actually crafted using leather that's upcycled from the auto industry. So what was going into brand new 2019 car seats and steering wheels, we take the best of this uh, gorgeous material that shouldn't become a waste stream, but otherwise was. Uh-huh. And we turn it into footwear, we turn it into bags, we turn it into boots and nice. uh, accessories. And um, really the company was founded on the idea of trying to answer a question of um, how can we address a multitude of problems that are facing our neighborhoods and facing our communities. So um, this started as kind of a, a little bit of a shock when I, I was meeting folks in my neighborhood who were squ- squatting in homes who were extremely capable and were just lacking an opportunity, lacking access to living wage work, sure. working uh, folks that work in minimum wage jobs or were just couldn't get a fair shake. Um, and some of those were actually veterans that I met um, four years ago. And okay. it started off with frustration. <laughs> and then that frustration led to kind of asking the question, what, what, one, someone should do something about this. And then I realized, well, what, what can I do? Sure. And so four years later, we are we're doing something about that by, by creating uh, industry that is sustainable and that addresses that problem of, of unemployment and uh, meaningful work. That's amazing. That is really great. How has the company evolved or grown over those past four years? Every year, it's mind-blowing <laughs> <laughs> for how far we've come. Um, I mean, the first year, like literally one of the first things we did was actually employed one of those veterans I'd met um, to go and do a listening campaign, to go and sit down with veterans shelters and veterans nonprofits mm-hmm. and talking to veterans themselves to say, hey, you know, what do you need? What, what kind of work would inspire you? What kind of, you know, work would you want to do? Do you want to work with your hands or you want to work with machinery? Like, what is your ideal job and what kind of support do you need? And, and we got kind of, we, we didn't expect some of the results we were getting. We, we thought something different. And what we actually learned was a lot of people are really excited by the idea of working with their hands, 
working in a mission-driven environment, working towards a purpose and, and something bigger than themselves. Yeah. And so, you know, it started out by listening and then it started by saying, well, what the heck can we create? You know, I had no experience uh, in manufacturing or uh-huh. <laughs> uh, in entrepreneurship. I hadn't started the company before. This was uh-huh. my, the first company. I had done a variety of um, types of work in different nonprofits and started a couple as well, but I'd never dived into the business side of things. Yeah. And so um, it was starting out with just trying to build a team uh-huh. with no capital, with no money, trying to find people who shared, kind of shared the vision and shared the passion for creating work for veterans and Detroiters and creating footwear that hasn't been done since the 50s. <laughs> and we kind of, the first year was just trying to figure out what can we do? What can we make? Yeah. And then we landed on footwear as something that either wasn't being done or could be done more sustainably. And um, it just slowly evolved from there. And then like, yeah, the first two years were just a lot of trial and error, a lot of falling down and, and having everyone and their, their brother and sister tell you it's impossible <laughs> and, <laughs> and that we needed a million dollars to start the thing. And, and we've, we've managed to start for about a, a fourth of that. Wow. It's really amazing. And I love what you said about finding purpose in the work, because I think, you know, that's what we're talking about on this show is how people make meaning in their lives and find purpose in their work. Um, and purpose, it, it really does drive you. But if you don't have it, you're sort of aimlessly wandering, not sure what you're here for. I mean, how mm-hmm. do you help people at Pingree Detroit find that purpose and really connect with it? Mm-hmm. So the very first day someone starts with us, we read over our kind of internal manifesto uh-huh. that includes our vision, includes our mission, and includes our guiding principles. Uh-huh. And so that covers a lot of ground that looks at, you know, what what kind of world do we want to live in and what do we want to create together and what do we hold as critical for the maximizing of well-being. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, sure. and so in, in looking at that, in kind of experiencing how your role is going to directly benefit seven generations from now and directly going to offer non-toxic, toxic-free, waste-free alternatives to the existing wear industry and the existing um, accessories. Like everybody needs shoes. Everybody needs something to carry their stuff. And the current options are often extremely unsustainable and they are causing negative impacts all around the world, including right here with you know, right in front of us. And so to be a part of creating that alternative, to see that your hands and your hand, you know, your eyes, your heart are directly creating those alternatives sure. and doing it in a way that isn't just localized, but can be a global ripple effect. Yeah. Really, we see allows that, that connection to that purpose. That's amazing. That's great. Now, you referenced this earlier, and I'd love to hear about it. You said that you started some nonprofits. So tell me about, you know, what, what nonprofits did you start? What are you, what are you doing with that? Sure. So um, they are still all existing, but I don't, I'm not involved in them anymore. But um, one of the first ones I started was actually at my, my university. We started an initiative called Urban Farming in Oakland, okay. where um, all the food that's grown, the majority of it donated to a local homeless shelter in Pontiac. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still in existence. It's teaching permaculture and uh, sustainable farming techniques uh, in a small, I think they're small, under under two acres. Still. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah, it that didn't exist before. Um, a group of us got together. I think everything I've ever created has been in teams. Nice. But uh, I love it. Um, and then I, pardon. I love it. I think that's great. 
Thank you. Yeah. And, and then I, I was um, quite involved in some organizing around um, pushing back against extremely unsustainable energy uh-huh. solutions. So uh-huh. um, I was co-founder of a nonprofit called the Detroit Coalition Against Star Sands. Okay. And we were doing organizing against um, extremely, extremely toxic um, type of fuel that's uh-huh. used for diesel. Okay. That you have to rip up, we have to rip up a boreal forest in Canada and then use frack gas and all this toxic, toxic um, chemicals to ship it in a pipeline and then it gets burned off in Detroit, which uh-huh. is the third most food zip code in the country. Uh-huh. And uh, And these people are, have cancer, it's the real thing. It's because of the processing of this thing called tar sands. Okay. And so um, we were working to do something about that. And they're, they're still also in existence, uh-huh. um, working with neighborhoods to advocate and to have someone speak up for them. So sure. uh, with them, I should say. And uh, yeah, just been a journey to kind of my own pathway of finding meaning has been a lot of things that frustrate me. <laughs> and asking like, this is not okay. And who's doing something about it? And I, right out of school, I worked for the state of Michigan, and uh-huh. I worked in government. And okay. very quickly, I learned that this is not in our current paradigm and in, in the current way that the legislature wrote the laws. Like I had no power to do anything to change it. I sure. just had to follow the, those those laws, and that didn't really work for me because people were getting screwed over. Yeah, <laughs> and and so it's been this journey for me to find my own purpose. Is then I'm really passionate about helping people, and I yeah. want to see a world that allows for better paying jobs and allows for people to be their best and to bring forward their gifts and to have those gifts celebrated and actually have the means to use those and, and make a living out of them. Sure. And so, yeah, um, well, I love it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's wonderful not only to get frustrated by something, but to say, here's how we're going to do something about it. It's incredibly inspiring just to, you know, sort of make sure that you're not going to let it just go by and ponder it, but you're going to actively do something to try to to make a difference in the world, which I think everybody is looking for a way to make a, a meaningful impact. Um, I wonder if you could share with our listeners, you know, what your advice would be for that purpose, that person out there who's really yearning for their purpose or, or wondering how how they matter, you know, how, what would you say to them? How, what advice would you give them for how they can find their purpose? Sure. Good question. First, I would say that you are on time <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and right where you are is exactly where you need to be. And the very act of wanting to find your purpose is, is one of the most important steps that you've already taken. Yeah. And so now that you are present to this, this, feeling deep at the core of your being that says, I want to find my purpose. I want to be living in, in a space of meaning. Um, then I'd say being in a context of curiosity has been extremely helpful for me uh-huh. in my journey by being curious about, you know, what are my individual talents? What are my gifts? What am I most inclined to do? Sure. You know, there are, there's no one right way to be. And so some folks might be really good at support. Uh-huh. You know, supporting people with their ideas, supporting them with their well-being. Mm-hmm. So they might be really good at group dynamics where their role is, they're excellent at identifying people's needs and being really intuitive to what folks need and what projects need. They might be the visionary that's really good at generating ideas, but then they need someone to reel them in, right? Sure, sure. Uh, or put some teeth into the structure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there are so many different, I think, roles on a team yeah. and roles when it comes to moving this, 
paradigm in a direction that's more resilient and sustainable and geared around equity and well-being. Right. And so I think being curious about what our individual gifts are, what fulfills us, what restores us, yeah. and then going out and, and, and trying it out. You know, the every different type of work I did, whether it was activism or exploring careers in government and exploring careers in one of the jobs I had for about a year and a half, I actually was doing development work with a nonprofit that mentored children of incarcerated parents. Wow. And I was in Detroit and I, I was doing development. I was also a caseworker and I was so frustrated at the lack of support and, and at the system. And I got a better analysis of the root causes of a lot of challenges folks face by, by hearing from them, you know, yeah. by, by humbling myself a little bit and being curious and, and asking, you know, what, what do you think the problem is? What do you think the solutions are? What, what, you know, what is most frustrating to you? And just kind of stepping back a bit and then seeing how we can best be involved in where we want to put our energy. There's a million things we could do. Yeah. And so to find that space where we can not burn out. Yeah. <laughs> but to kind of slowly find that, that purpose, find out how we can be involved in that purpose. And then just knowing that it's going to evolve for the rest of your life and yeah. not be afraid to try things out. Absolutely. And just, you know, starting with something, starting with one thing and, and putting your heart into it. Um, and I think it's also about connecting, you know, connecting with others and, and helping to make that, that vision come to life. You know, like you said, you can have great ideas, but then maybe somebody has to put teeth to it and, and get it moving. Um, it's about coming mm. together. Like you said at the beginning of the interview, teamwork, working in teams. So, um, well, Jarrett, it's really a pleasure to speak with you. I'm excited to see where Pingree Detroit goes in the future. And I just want to thank you for sharing your vision and your journey with the Make Meaning podcast. Thank you for being here today. It was a pleasure. Thank you to the listeners for all that you do. And, and thank you for all your work in bringing more meaning and purpose to the lives of those around you. That's what it is. It's a, it's a day at a time. Thanks, Jarrett. <laughs> Thanks for being with us on the Make I Meaning thought. podcast. Of course. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the Make Meaning Podcast. I'm Lynn Galadner, and I've really enjoyed being here with you today. You can find the Make Meaning Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I'd love it if you'd share our great conversations with all your people so we can add meaning wherever we go and whatever we do. 